welcome to For the Record, our bi-weekly show in which we take one recently released album and discuss it in detail. You can listen to us every other Thursday at 9.30 a.m. on BFF.fm or subscribe to the podcast at For the Record Podcast, all one word, dot com. This week we're talking about a new album from Lizzo called Cause I Love You, and it starts out with the title track. starting with a bang that this song it's the title track it's the big giant conclusion it feels like the climax of the song and it comes right at the very beginning and it's i think a a letting us know that this is going to be a ride and i also appreciate the confidence that right away this is a part of the song where she's pushing her voice into this kind of struggling like I'm crying and her voice is kind of breaking and I think it's she's showing a lot of strength and a lot of vulnerability right away right up front and this is from someone who for a long time thought she would primarily be a rapper because she didn't know if she if her voice was good enough to sing melodies which is so crazy she has said that this album was about her embracing her singing voice and boy does she sing yeah there is certainly rapping here but I don't think of this as a rap album and instead, it it feels like it's every genre together that there's, you know, those those horns and this real kind of soul vibe going. But then really kind of almost hard rock guitars come in at the end of the song. And so it's kind of all over the place. And it's great to come into an album and not really know what's going to happen next. Yeah, she's she lived in Detroit for a while. I believe she's originally from Houston and now lives in Minneapolis. And she worked with Prince while he was still alive. He saw her as kind of a protege. And there's definitely that influence of the R&B mixed with the rock on this record. Yeah, and that it's, I think her message up front is this sweet, very, I think, traditional kind of love song and... Again, I think it's like she's almost getting that out of the way. Like, oh, this is the sweet, traditional, where you expect uh, uh, someone who's singing this beautifully to go so we can get that out of the way and get to the (laughs) real message of the album that is, I think, a little different from that and a lot more inspiring. And I think we'll hear some of that on the second track called Like a Girl. Uh, Woke up feeling like I just might run for president. Even if there ain't no precedent. Switching up the messaging. I'm about to add a little estrogen.
profile about Lizzo in the cut and the title was it's just a matter of time before everyone loves Lizzo and that's so true she's just someone that you can't dislike she has such a positive attitude her songs are great she writes amazing pop hooks and she's a classically trained flautist and it's amazing to hear her be in the middle of a performance and then bust out her flute and do these crazy complex flute pieces while yeah. dancing. Yeah, sadly. Not that many flute solos on the album, but there will be some. So it's pretty exciting. And yeah, she, I think the lyrics here and the fact that she's able to write these mostly kind of rap lyric in the verse and then get a little more melodic into this pre-chorus and then that just super hooky chorus and the amount of production here where there's just enough processing on her voice to make it sonically different from Trash to Track without obscuring its strength. And it never feels like she's using that as a crutch. Yeah. she. We were first introduced to her in 2017 at South by Southwest and the NPR Showcase. And they used to put on a showcase at Stubbs with multiple bands. And a lot of people go to the showcase either to see some of the bands they know, but also just because NPR's All Songs Considered picks great songs. And so they want to see who NPR is putting in their showcase. And so she played to this huge crowd at an outdoor venue where most of the people probably hadn't heard of her. And she just walked out and the first song was Worship Me. And she had these amazing (laughs) backup dancers and she had people all the way to the back dancing. And she was just so charismatic and such a great performer and had such a great voice. And so I've been rooting for her success ever since. Yeah, I had actually heard of her when she, I think, was opening for Slater Kinney on the first, on I guess the East Coast half of their uh, reunion tour. But by the time they made it back to California, they'd swapped out. So we didn't see her then, but I was kind of vague. She was vaguely on my radar. And then that moment where I saw what she was capable of and it was just her and a DJ plus the dancers. So her ability without a band to fill with her personality, one of the biggest venues in that town and to do it with such confidence as a still up and coming artist you know, there are those times when you first see an artist and you immediately are blown away. You just immediately put them on the top of the list of inspiring acts and that that message of worship me and what we're hearing here, this incredible confidence, this incredible willingness to say back to everyone in the world who has told her no, or you're not what we want. It's like, but I want, I'm what I want is what's coming through here. And that to her being a girl isn't, you know, it's not about second best. It's about being awesome. And it's it's a wonderful message. She even gets, you know, she's touching on pe- people who inspire her. There's even, I think, a nod to, you know, she says, if you feel like a girl, then you're a real girl. And so there's kind of transgender rights. And it's it's covering the gamut in a way that's so expansive and yet filled with joy. There's The righteousness is, is a joyful righteousness. And the, just so many great hooks. And that's, I think, the most hooky of the songs is the one we'll play next, which was one of the singles. And it's called Juice. Don't even gotta try. I like shot and nigga better over time. You know? Heard you say I'm not the baddest bitch you like. It ain't my fault. 
love that this song really encapsulates Lizzo's attitude of just body positivity and female empowerment and joy in being happy with yourself and how awesome you are on your own. And I'm reminded of the contrast between, for example, the Beyonce song Single Ladies, which is sort of the quintessential celebrating being single song which is ultimately being directed at a man it's the chorus is if you like it then you should have put a ring on it and this is i'm celebrating myself because i'm awesome and the bridge there that we ended with is like <laughs> yeah the, come get your man he's hitting on me and he's irritating i shouldn't have to deal with this and then back to like celebrating her life yeah, the energy here is amazing you can completely understand why this was the lead single the production is very produced and yet there is an essential energy to it that feels raw even as it's the most poppy polished thing there's that I mean, opens with those guitars that are barely recognizable as such and a ton of different synth sounds but then there's these wonderful moments of this kind of very plinking kind of synth sound interleaved with these blaring horns that yeah, are really like yeah, really brassy and high energy and, and very much you get the sense of that's her soul and then we get these wonderful back and forth lyrics where she's singing in the pre-chorus and just talking about how great she is and then this backing vocals of like, that's right, yay, your goals, you know, you're awesome and it's <laughs> apparently, I guess, friends of hers who came in to just Do back, back her up yeah, because yeah. It's that sense of herself, but also her friends and, and that they are stronger together. It's it's a magical song. And I don't know, the song of the summer is always kind of the overstated <laughs> thing. But this was for, for sure seemed to be in the running. <laughs> so the next time we'll play is called Soulmate. And she never tell me to exercise. We always get extra fries. And you know the sex is fine. And I got to testify. I get flowers every Sunday. I'm going to marry me one day. True love ain't something you can buy yourself. True love finally happens when you buy yourself. So if you buy yourself, then go and buy yourself. Another round from the bottle on the higher shelf. achieve something that I don't don't run into too often which is the pure joy and power of that line where she says you know that bitch in the mirror she's the one uh, and I'm mangling it a little but it's so joyful and powerful and it brings goosebumps to me like there's something so uh magical about no seeing this woman claiming that power for herself and I don't have a lot of music that does that I think the last time I think was that Beth's album a year ago where those songs were so earnest and pure and I feel like this song has that purity to it where as much as a society we're told not to too much self-regard is bad but this isn't too much it's perfect 
yeah and it's wonderful and it, it just warms my heart and it's you appreciate also that it's she got she came by it the hard way and she has have spoken in interviews about how she spent a long time dieting and over exercising and feeling like she was never going to be good enough unless she was thin and there's an interview that you can read on the NPR website where she says about 10 years ago I made the decision that I just wanted to be happy with my body and I just wanted to be happy with who I am that was the beginning of my journey with learning how to love my body you have to find that love for yourself deep down inside underneath all of that questioning and ickiness and it's just the way that in juice she has the lyric if I'm shiny everybody's gonna shine and it's like this attitude that if I'm positive and I believe in myself I can help everybody I can lift up everybody around me too yeah it's it's moving and you know there's the funny moments too I think she's having a sense of humor about it but also also imbued with that power but you know I should I never tell she never tells me to exercise I always get extra fries <laughs> and you know the sex is fire that she's that confident and of course, the cover of this album is her nude against a black background. And it's just here I am and it's all me and I love it. And it, if if she loves herself, then the world can love her too. And it's, and, it's pre- pretty wonderful. And that NPR interview was great because she called out Terry Gross on saying she made some kind of statement about how it was brave of her to pose nude on the cover. And she's like, if I was thin, you wouldn't say it was brave. You would just say it was a woman trying to use sex to sell her album or whatever. Yeah. And I, I thought that was really great. Yeah, there's uh, so many different kind. I mean, the production here is, I think, one of the more synthetic mm-hmm. on the album. And mm-hmm. there's a variety of different producers. And I can't keep track. Like, there's, I think, at least three different producers on the album for this, different tracks. This is her major labor, label debut. It's her third record. But it's with Atlantic. And you can tell they they threw a lot of resources at it. Yeah. And it's, it's unfortunate, though, because, yeah, I feel like there's not really there's album credits, but it's hard to track down who worked on particular tracks necessarily. But there is just the wonderful backing vocals and these different kinds of synths with just uh, like these kind of high and blooping at coming into the track. It's all it's this very a little alienating. And then these very buzzy bass synths mm-hmm. and it, the contrast between them and then her voice kind of dancing between those high synths and the low synths and it's a blast and just as i said it really moved me in a way that i was not expecting Uh, like you say such a sense of humor which is i think the case on the funniest track probably on this record which is called jerome (laughs) jerome jerome
the funniest song on the record and probably the most R&B sounding and also maybe the most synthetic. There's a ton of synth in there and even her voice sounds a little uh, affected at times. Yeah, it is a fun kind of mid-tempo and very amusing track. I like that it starts with the chorus and so we're right away introduced to her telling this guy off before she gets into the details of why he's really not not up not in her league ass home and come back when you're grown yeah and it's it's always fun i mean obviously we have a a culture that's traditionally about men objectifying women and so i kind of like here where she's this like goes on and i'm like oh this guy's kind of pretty but he's not worth it but she does get she almost falls for him there's various points of like she talks about how he's hands he's attractive but just not not up to her league and apparently his wooing technique of the 2 a.m photos with smiles well and just being emotionally not where she is and i think that's what's great about it is it's not like i'm breaking up with you because you cheated on me or whatever it's just that you're just not the mature adult that i am and i don't have time for that yeah it is it's she's she generously says well i know people who would be into that and it is it is i think with a certain there's certain affection towards this man which is i think different i think a lot of breakup songs are like yeah you're worthless and get out of here and it's just like no you you're pretty and kind of charming but just too immature for me so here's some other women who might be into this And I think this is the only, maybe the only song where I notice that there are male vocals in the background and they're, it's a synth loop. It's not like male singing, but it's kind of, I don't know, maybe give me your take, but it sounded like it was a, like a sampled male vocal that's been very, yeah, run through a lot of effects. Yeah, it does sound just kind of, it's almost deprived of context and just sounds kind of like the shouting vaguely male force. Yeah. But there's not a lot of this. It's the entire album is very much about self-love and herself. And it's, you know, that first track where she's singing to someone, I, sorry, I'm crying because I love you. And then here where get out of Jerome, but mo- that's the exception. So it's nice to have a little bit of that male voice just to, to give you that sense that she is, there's an interplay with her and some male presence. Yeah, and there there is one song that we're not going to play where she sings Gucci Mane is the featured artist, but most of these tracks if there is a second voice, it's a woman. And the one of the standouts is the next song we'll play, which is a duet with Missy Elliott and it's called Tempo. My ass is not an accessory. Yeah, I said it, accessory. Twerk skills up on legendary slow songs. Life for skinny hoes. Can't move all of this here to one of those. I'm a thick bitch, I need tempo. Fuck it up to the tempo. Fuck it up to the tempo. Fuck it up to the tempo. Slow songs, life for skinny hoes. Fuck it up to the tempo. Let's go. Girls down on a thrrr. Ice on my neck like brrrr. I'm big bone with nice curr. Look at me, I know I look good. Look good, look good, look good. I'ma show y'all chicks how to do Yo nigga, he wish he could.
this was the second single and it took quite a while to grow on me it's one of the most straight rap tracks on the album and this beat is so minimalist that it took me a while to grow as i said it took a while to grow on me but it i think it steps out of the way for these hilarious hilarious lyrics and i think it has become a a track i i really appreciate and enjoy coming back to there's the wonderful humor of the accessory. No, that's right. I said accessory and the kind of male voice going, what, what? Just her, her just the sense of her. The video is also really so, yeah, funny. The, oh, it's hilarious. And uh, the hearing Missy Elliott and this, you know, really established player coming and saying, no, I want to perform a track with this artist. And it's really wonderful. And I, I feel like that trilled R thing in hip hop, the is I feel like that's a relatively recent thing and they just start having so much fun with it like and then just trilling the R on words that don't have an R in them and it's so funny and joy is the word I keep coming back to on this album yeah yeah and I just love that she's able to capture so many different styles this album is really eclectic and she's doing that by opening herself up to influences of other artists and other producers and it's really great to see her stretching her range there's a song for everybody on this record the next song we'll play is the penultimate track and it's called heaven help me Say whoa, baby, I'm a classic. Say whoa, something like a Hitchcock. Say whoa, got you going psycho. Oh no, don't you get your shit right. Say whoa, catch up with the TikTok. Say whoa, time's up on these motherfuckers. Say whoa, what you say? What you say, sucker? Say whoa. is such a broad sweeping epic track but it ends with Lizzo playing a flute solo and so we had to include that as well So here as we approach the end of the album, it's nice to get both the gospel grandeur as well as that little bit of almost classical prettiness just showing off. I, I know how to play this flute, not just when I'm twerking. Yeah. And it's it's not that she just knows how to play it. She's an expert. Like, oh, yeah. she's really good. No, tre- tremendously gifted and uh, is... I. I really appreciate the delight that she shows in interviews to or any sort of interaction in live performance on the albums to just here's my flute and oh by the way I'm amazing at this and I'm so good at the singing and the rapping and the this is just going to be part of the performance but it's it's a wonderful addition and that yeah she can be dancing playing flute uh, I don't remember which performance where she's 
dance, play flute, and then just shouting bitch, and then going back <laughs> to the flute some more. And uh, that, again, we're coming into the end of the album, and it just that I keep saying joy because that is what she is as an artist, as a public figure, and it's something I think the world of music and just the world generally need so and, much. And it's not just her positivity, but these are great songs. And there's, it was really hard to pick which ones we weren't going to play because they're all great. Yeah. I, yeah. There's not a clunker on here. Yeah. Some of the, yeah, some of the songs we didn't do are stuck in my head. Yeah. And just in a way we weren't quite sure what to say about them other than oh, that sounded good, but they, they do. This is just remarkable. And I think, I think I've, I've heard critiques or the, I think the pitchfork said, Oh, it's overproduced, but I like a, just a wallop of an album like this, a wall of, a wall of sound and just a wall of energy. And it's a major label pop album. Like it's fine that it's overproduced. And there is a lot of there, there's minimalism where there needs to be minimalism, like in tempo with that backing beat. Yeah. And so here I think she has not doesn't really touch explicitly on the times and there's only the barest mention i think of the times up movement but her brand of claiming power for herself sexual cultural and every other kind of power is a good you know is clearly set up against a culture where men are so much just assumed to have that power in every interaction and her reclaiming it with joy but also fierceness is heaven help me and man can I have an amen like it's very <laughs> yeah. inspirational yeah you get the sense that she's singing the songs to her that she wish were available for her younger self to hear and so it's great that she's sending these songs out to the world for young girls and it's she's just a great role model and I'm just so happy that, that she's seen so much success from this album and I I only wish yeah, the best good for thing, her. good things can happen to good people <laughs> warm feelings for yeah. sure so we've been discussing Lizzo's album, Cause I Love You, and we're going to go out with the last track, which is called Lingerie, and you've been listening to For the Record. Thanks so much for listening. Damn. Hair down, moonlit, look at my lipstick, so thick, so fit. Wanna put your lips in places Ooh, the sun don't shine there I like that, like that. Right there Keep going and going and keep it flowing Uh, you know what you're doing, don't you? So I lounge around in my lingerie I wanna be prepared for you just in case So I lounge around in my lingerie You better come my way